Hello and welcome to Sharp China. I'm Andrew Sharp, and you are listening to a free preview of today's episode. I really just from all the you know again you have to be careful because they're stage management from the optics from the statement in the absence of real evidence that they're problems which we don't have mm-hmm. it sure looks like it it is deepening and it is part of a much broader longer term effort that she is leading to really really revise the international order and right. you know what again we talked about earlier plenty of people are going to be happy including some in America. Well, and it's just really, it's disturbing because the reason I joked about at the top of the show, what a relaxing week of news. This is the most disturbing news that we've covered so far in our time podcasting together, like the deepening alliance here and this structure of the world that really does sort of create inevitable conflict uh, is just a really unwelcome development. (laughs) The Japanese prime minister goes to goes to Ukraine, goes to Kiev, goes to Puka when, you know, she's in Moscow. Right. Yeah. And it's just like it just things are splitting apart. Yeah. They're, they're really starting to fracture. And, you know, today we, I, we're going to talk about it. But today the the TikTok grilling in some ways is a real crystallization of that. Right. Well, that's a natural segue. Um, so. TikTok CEO Sho Chu was in D.C. this week to testify before the House Committee on Energy and Commerce. Now, Bill, you and I both watched parts of this hearing before coming on to record. So this will be sort of a real time reaction. What did you think of the tenor of the proceedings there, the substance of the testimony, the questions? I'll let you take it any direction you want. Um. So first of all, uh, Full disclosure, uh, on TikTok, uh, that is banned in our household, not oh, because wow. <laughs> of not because of sort of communist influences, but because of I just don't like what it does to young kids. My, we have teenagers to their brains. Mm. And I, I find it to be, of all the social media apps out there, the most um, uh, corrosive. So let the record damaging. state that Bill was early on the banned TikTok But it had train. nothing to do, <laughs> nothing to do with... A China connection. It yep. just has to do with how the app actually functions. Now, getting that out of the way, and of course, our kids find ways around it. And I was going to ask whether they watch it in a web browser. <laughs> so you know, didn't work. Uh-huh. Um, but um, I, I think, it, and just to segue we in it, you know, in some ways, like TikTok is, you know, it's it's um, the parent company is ByteDance. ByteDance's first product was this new gag news aggregator called Total, um, and then they they bought this company called Musically, which was a US based company that basically lets you make little videos with and do lip syncing. And then they they sort of plug that in. Their flagship product in China now is called Douyin, um, which is basically TikTok, but for China with some other different feet, a little bit different features and obviously a different sort of content management censorship regime because it operates inside the PRC. TikTok is is a very similar product, but it's for the global market outside, you know, global market X PRC. Mm-hmm. You know, the hearing, the 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 ByteDance CFO now, TikTok CEO, shows a chew is uh, you know, US educated, Singaporean, worked at Xiaomi, a very smart guy. Um, he's uh worked at Goldman Sachs, sort of classic, ha- has the right pedigree to be the face of a global company. Um, the TikTok the hearings today are um can we use bad words on this podcast? It's been a shit show. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. They have you been a shit show. Out. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
So, so I, we watched um, until, hey, Tashi, Tashi's back. And he, he does not have a TikTok, just so you're clear, because I don't <laughs> want him to go insane. Well, he's a Substack loyalist. It's been established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Substack, he has a Twitter account too. Um, oh, great. But, but uh, yeah. And it, um, no, but seriously, I think that, you know, in many ways there was no, it was going to be, there was no way it wasn't going to be a shit show. And, you know, it's a, this is the sort of the public hearing. So it's a spectacle and it's the way that, you know, you see this in most hearings is the way that the representatives get to make their points and get their sound bites. Um, this is a usually in some of these hearings, like the the people being grilled. There's one or two people, uh, Congress people or senators who are like friendly. Mm-hmm. There's nobody friendly to TikTok in this hearing, so it's it's been pretty brutal. Um, I think though that um, coming across, I mean, the the guy can't even the question like you know is ByteDance a Chinese company? He won't even answer that. It's it's right. really. Like, like there's been too much dodging and some of that I, I understand, but it just, it's like not going to help their case. It, it, it's, it's remarkable. I, I, as a f- attorney helped people prep for oh, this. congressional I hear, okay, testimony. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, great. So tell us how it works. Well, it, there's a lot of prep that goes into it and you bounce all sorts of questions off the witness and you help perfect certain answers and you also develop techniques to deflect stuff that you just can't answer uh, under oath. And so some of what we saw from Shochu was he, every time he would be asked something that he didn't want to answer, he'd come back with these non sequiturs and he'd talk about all the data that TikTok is making available and right. just how that distinguishes TikTok from every other social media company in America and he was very well prepared and well coached, but so many of his answers had that like patina of lawyerly advice. <laughs> and it's probably not a good sign as far as I'm concerned that uh, for about half of the questions in that hearing, like he, the CEO of TikTok could not provide a direct answer without risk of either hurting his company or perjuring himself. Right. So, okay. So, so I, so I looked, I watched it and was thinking, okay, actually, I thought he could have been prepped better. He looked like a little, um, but I guess what you're saying is there's just some questions that just no, there's no other way to answer them. Right. So you just deflect. That would be my guess is that the answers to some of the questions about Chinese ownership and the relationship (laughs) with the government. I mean, mean, the, 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 the whole, like, you know, is ByteDance a Chinese company? I mean, and of course he he doesn't want to say yes, because if he says yes, then that'll be the soundbite forever. ByteDance is a Chinese company. Um, But it just on its face is absurd. Right. And, and so I think in some ways, you know, I guess he had no choice because if he didn't show up, then it was sort of a done deal. And so he sort of has to basically go up there and be the target for all these people and be slaughtered up on the hill. But it's like, it just, it, it isn't as too, I mean, we, I stopped at two and a half hours, but two and a half hours in, it did not look like it was going well for TikTok. Not that it was, I expected it would, but it looked like it was going a bit worse than I expected. Um, I think, you know, I actually was a little bit late to the podcast. I was on the phone with somebody who was who sat in on one of the private briefings they gave. You know, I mean, this is this is the spectacle, but you know this, right? But these guys, TikTok and its team and then the CEO has been in town for a while. I mean, they've been working the hill for months. Yeah, this is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, but This is like the, the ugly, <laughs> the ugly spectacle tip of the iceberg, right? Right. There's been a lot of work over the last and, year and, and or so. And they were not, and, and, and they've spent a lot of money in D.C. with a lot of smart people trying to do this work, and they were not making a lot of progress. My understanding is they had made some progress until 
um, I mean, we talked about it at the beginning of January until that came out right before Christmas. What a coincidence. They admitted that they've been spying on American journalists from China, right? <laughs> which, which I think December ultimately- December 22nd, yes. <laughs> the Friday, I mean, that was like, that was it. I think mm-hmm. for for a lot of people on the hill, where it was like you can't you can't find. So now, the outcome here, what what's going to happen, right? I mean, it was leaked a few days ago. The Biden administration wants them to sell. Um, I don't know who the buyers are because to sell out the bike dance piece, you know, twenty ish percent of this company. I mean, you're talking, depending on valuations, you're talking in the teens to over twenty billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And so who's going to have that money in this market? It's not likely it's going to be a um, a big buyout firm, um, maybe, but it's that's a big check for for like a, VC, a traditional VC or even PE firm. Right. Um, and, you know, Facebook probably can't buy it because of the um, antitrust issues. Snap can't afford it. Google probably couldn't buy it because of YouTube and potential antitrust issues. So it's back to, you know, there was talk during the Trump administration that, Microsoft was interested in some of the deals. Microsoft come back in. You know, um, I mean, a, a listener there's not a lot of there's not a lot of buyers. Yeah, a, a listener to Sharp Tech suggested that Netflix should try to buy TikTok since they're already sort of well versed in the data analysis game, and it could kind of act as a feeder to Netflix's core products. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not Maybe. sure that that sort of acquisition would be approved though, because of the regulatory environment more generally across tech. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a really nasty situation right now. Yeah, and and, we, and how do we like like how do we force them to sell? What's the law? You know, the U.S. It would be great if the U.S. had some sort of a regulatory system around these internet apps and privacy and data. You know, one thing that really screwed the CEO, the TikTok CEO today was, you know, the Chinese the Chinese government, the Ministry of Commerce, basically came out and said they wouldn't approve a sale. Right. So they're saying, say, like, they're like, saying like, hey, this is a Chinese company and we we have a veto over the tech, and which is that, exactly what they're trying to say they're not. And it's part of what made this hearing such a shit show on yeah. Thursday in D.C. because the journal comes out Thursday morning and China's commerce ministry, a spokesperson, a spokesperson says, if the news is true, China will firmly oppose a forced sale right. of TikTok. Which is amazing that they can block the sale of a non-Chinese company. Yeah. Exactly. A bit of a giveaway. I'm confused. Um, Yeah. Has the witness read the Wall Street Journal on Thursday morning? (laughs) All right. And that's the end of the free preview. If you'd like to subscribe and receive full episodes of this show, you can do that in two ways. First, you can go to Sinicism.com and sign up for Bill's newsletter, which will also give you access to all of our Sharp China shows. Or if you want to receive all our Sharp China episodes along with daily analysis of the tech business from Ben Thompson, several other podcasts about technology, and more shows that we'll be adding in the months to come, you can click the link in your show notes and subscribe to Stratechery Plus. 